0: Welcome to Your Extensive Self Podcast. I'm your host, Tasha Credle. I'm a self-healing and energetics coach, breathwork and meditation teacher, passionate student of life and truth seeker. I fully believe that everything is interconnected in our world and it's time that we talk about the deeper truths of it. My goal is to share with you all that I know within the science and the spiritual of relationships, sex, business, healing, health, and wealth, to help you understand the how and to guide you into becoming free from condition and living in your truth. We have conversation with heart leaders, solo episodes, no BS, no filters, sharing from my heart to yours with integrity, love, and wisdom. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I'm so honored and excited to have you here with me, so let's get started started. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful and honored that you chose to press play today and obviously if you press play that means that you're interested in the subject of conscious coupling and evolving, and healing, and expanding, and all of the above. So on today's podcast, I decided to bring on my client and her partner that have just been honestly blowing me away lately. They've just been doing so much work together individually, and it's just been beautiful to observe them, you know, going from this space where, yes, they're, you know, not at each other's throat or toxic or anything, but really evolving together in more of a conscious relationship space. And so I really wanted to have them on to just talk about their journeys individually, together, and, you know, what their lessons were, um, just from the work that we've done together. And yeah, I figured, you know, for me, like I keep saying, it's like the best way to really learn is humans listening to other humans stories and for me i think that's the best way for all us all to expand our consciousness and our awareness and and our way of thinking our perceptions so i really wanted to bring them on to share more of that and uh, give you guys the opportunity to get you know the seeds that you need to get in order to plant them in your own garden and and start seeing what you can do with it so so honestly, there's not much more for me to say about this uh, conversation because uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Don't forget that if uh, you feel called at any point, any time, if there's something that really resonates with you, um, you know, write it down in your notes. Keep the quote. Talk about it. Share on your social media. Tag me. Tag Jody. Tag Charles. Message them. Let's spread the word. This is not only for you know sharing the message. It's it's also so that we can inspire others to press play because you never know what people will get out of these conversations you never know you know sometimes you post a story about a podcast and it's like your cousin's friend who sees it through a like or something whatever and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god like what is this podcast and they listen to it and the it changes their lives you have no idea what people need in order to start shifting something so this is why i highly encourage as much as i can to just share it share the message that's it so, enjoy the conversation and I'll see you guys after. Jody and Charles. <laughs> My favorite couple ever. Oh. So, <laughs> well it is. Like <laughs> And it's been such a, I keep saying this, but it's been such a privilege just like being a part of your growth together, watching you guys expand and ground yourself in your own beings separately and together. And uh, I really wanted to bring you guys on the podcast today because like I said, I think there's like so many conversations of, you know, you hear these couples being in like conscious relationships, but you never hear of couples like transitioning into that mm. and I find it really inspiring to like dive in a little bit deeper into that and exploring that all together and talking about your experiences because I think that they're really valuable and a lot of people could take you know away whatever they need to take away from your experiences together right like as humans we learn best through stories so welcome guys welcome Thank you so much. We're so happy to be here. So do you guys want to, I guess, give a little bit of a background as to who you are? I mean, for those who don't know, not everybody knows, but like I'm assuming, you know, through Instagram, my own clientele. um, Jodi is my client for a couple of months now, and she has transformed so much. And at the same time, it's also created this ripple effect on her partner, Charles, and they are just in that space right now where they're really coming into their own integrity and it's really beautiful to watch. So tell us a little bit more about you guys individually. Maybe let's start with Jodi, just whatever comes up. You know, this is a conversation without filters, without bullshit. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever shows up for you. So, yeah, for me, uh,
1: I'm a human being first, (laughs) like I love to (laughs) say, but I'm also a professional DJ since like 14 years. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. right now, I can't really uh, play anywhere with the COVID thing Mm -hmm. and everything. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. right now I'm more focused on um, our small business that we started like four months ago. Uh, mm. We create like a nice platform for women, so that woman can keep uh, being active at home, and uh, yeah, like training, yoga, meditation. I mm. I also do um, personal coaching, like one-on-one court coaching for women. So yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty much about me.
0: I love it. Thank you. And mm-hmm. Charles. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm coming from a, a fitness background as well, um, been a personal trainer at first in a, in a couple of gyms, started at uh, Energy Cardio, like a lot of people did. No uh, way. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, Yeah, that, that was the, the first like uh, the first fitness uh, personal trainer jobs uh, that I had. And um, I mean, slowly my way through, like, I don't know maybe you guys will remember in like 2013, 2014, when like people start building personal brand on Facebook and like on social medias. So I was, uh, in that, that, that first French couple of like that, that first wave of people in French doing like the, the, the fitness community and doing the the live videos and having like, um, uh, a, a platform to, to share knowledge and experiences. But, uh, I did that until 2017 and then I just hit a, a brick wall. And honestly, the, um, the thing that changed that was, um, a couple of experience, which rooms actually, which I just, I start to look at my own videos and there was a bunch I was doing like a live every week. <laughs> And plus like the, the recorded video that I, I did and everything that I was writing down and trying to, to do. But as you said, now I can tell that I was just trying to prove and defend. Right. And <laughs> that, that scared the shit out of me. And when I saw this, I just I, I, I back off like in, in a week, I just had closed everything down, uh, turned down the clients, turned down everything and just started from the bottom again, started at zero. And, um, the past like three or four years have been like uh, a whole lot of work for me, uh, both like personally and professionally, cause I was trying to, to find like a, a balance between like, okay, I love, I love business. I love to do business. I love to make money. I love to help people. I love to, to, I love to be out there. Right. But, um. I wasn't able to, to find that balance and I started doing like uh, video production, um, doing all, all sorts of stuff. So I did wedding, I did ads, I did like a lot of, like I, I was everywhere. And, um, this past year has been really transformative, like for me individually. And as for a couple who've been traveling a lot, trying to to gain clarity. Like I think that's the the perfect where we were just trying to get mm-hmm. clarity. on Like, what are we doing? What can we do to, to make ourselves happy and feel fulfilled and like being of service. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the COVID-19 crisis just put us in a space where, where we, we didn't have nothing else to do than to, to build things. So we built this platform where Judy could like have, a a way to engage with women and just not just train and just put up like fitness program, but having like a way of giving their, giving them the tools that they might need to start on this first journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. So right now that that's pretty much where we, where we are. Like, I think that, um, for me right now, I'm, I'm really focused on, on being, a like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a dad so for me it's like it's a whole new job that it's coming right and uh yeah, um, we're
0: gonna talk yeah. about that later for yeah. sure <laughs> So that, that's, that's pretty a pretty it. crazy story itself um mm-hmm. so it's I what I find really interesting which I think a lot of people can relate to is the fact that like you said it yourself, you know, the traveling, the dabbling into different jobs and different things and industries and trying to like find yourself and and constantly searching. Right. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that space where they just don't know and they keep going and going and going and going. And I think this year it's allowed us to all kind of like sit in our own shit and like just feel it out and be like, do I like this or do I not like this? And what do I want and what kind of people do I want in my life? And so for you guys, what I've really noticed, I mean, I definitely want to hear if you guys are like ready to dive into it because I am, but (laughs) just like I'm fascinated by, like I said, the transitioning of not that you guys were in a terrible relationship before it's not even that it's just it was different energetically right so Mm -hmm. can you guys tell us a little bit more about where you guys were and especially with what you guys know now and having this clarity that you have now compared to before what were the dynamics between the two of you and why do you think you were playing in that space together
1: yeah. So first of all, we met uh, like three years ago in Miami. Like it's a long story, but uh, I met No, it's Charles. good. We have all the time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I met Charles in Miami and he was like in uh, his kind transition, if you want to. So he was like no, not anymore Chuck Fitness. He was like trying to find himself, I think. And me, I was like moving in Miami to become, like, a famous DJ. And I wanted, like, to play in all those those big clubs and, like, have money and all the material things. But, like, when, when I met Charles, everything changed real quick because it was, like, the first time that I can be myself with someone. But it was mm-hmm. the first time that some, someone hollowed me to to be myself kind of mm-hmm. but at first it was a lot of triggers i think cuz i was I, I was not used like to open myself like to talk with someone in a relationship to talk about okay uh, there's a problem so let's just sit and talk and when charles like tell me this i was like what sit and talk uh, no <laughs> so at first it was very difficult for me. I think I was trying to escape a lot of conversation actually. But mm-hmm. yeah, we did like a lot of work. It was not always easy. So mm-hmm. people think that love is supposed to be like fairy tale and rainbow and unicorns and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that as any other thing in life, you have to work for what you want so we have we had to have like a lot of hard conversation but there there's always been like a huge mutual respect between both of us so there's no yelling or when we have to talk we just take the time to sit and like I said it's not always easy but Mm -hmm. I think you have to want to do the work and you just just the fact that we always choose our relationship first. It's mm-hmm. like a huge commitment. So we were ready to
0: to do the work, I think. Mm-hmm. So when did you guys starting the work, when did it really start? Because I know like Jody, like you joined, um, you know, the Courageous Path Coaching Group, I think started in like, April um, mm-hmm. and then you decided to like dive in deeper. So do you think um, it started before all of that or... Like when did it really start shifting individually and together?
1: Uh for me it was definitely when I met Charles. So he asked me just one night, uh, uh like the first night. Actually. Yeah, the first night we <laughs> met. What did you tell me actually? Oh,
2: we're just um we <laughs> were funny. sitting we uh we rent like a RVs for like I had my own RVs in a RV park in Oakland Park. Like yeah. uh, <laughs> close to uh Fort oh my God. and Hollywood Beach, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in my RV there was like this um this I don't want to say huge, but kind of huge living room for our RV and we were sitting face to face on like she had her couch facing uh facing me. And she was just sitting on the tip of the couch with just like, you know, with um kind of um I don't know how to describe the posture, but like when you're you're sitting like super straight. Too serious. Yeah. Just like <laughs> as as she was doing like a, a job interview right was just sitting super straight and funny thing is we had a bottle of wine and some weeds so like it was like her physical being was just way out of the of the situation like it, it was it was we were we were just celebrating right and we were just mm-hmm. there to connect and and talk and like i think in the first hour i just said can i talk to like the real you can can you just let me talk to you but not in an offensive way not in like a a bad way it was just like I wasn't there to I wasn't I wasn't a weird space it was just floating honestly at that time but I was I I just asked her like can I talk to you and she just yeah not to the DJ but
1: yeah can I talk to to the to the real me the real Judy you know so I just start crying and I was like oh my god What the fuck just happened? (laughs) And yeah, I think like it was really for me the starting point because the day after I just opened my Instagram and I looked at all the picture and all the things I was posting on social media and I was like, what the hell? I Hmm. was really like showing my body and I, I... I, I didn't recognize the, the girl that, that was in front of me on Instagram and I was like, it's not me. It's not you, Judy, what are you doing? What mm-hmm. What are you looking for? Do you need some approbation? What are you searching for? So mm-hmm. it started it start there, I think. So, and after I just uh, started following you, actually it's, it's Charles that tell me, I think you're gonna like this girl. And Mm -hmm. I started following you and it's, it's like, I think two or three years ago and yeah, you were in Bali and everything. And I think I, I saw you like growing a little bit, if I can say this and becoming like the fucking powerful woman that you are Mm -hmm. today. And at the beginning I was kind of scared because what I like about you and also don't like about you is that all your (laughs) posts were triggering me you know it was not like oh it's so cute it was like fuck that's painful (laughs) and yeah and I think after like one one year I just said like I need to talk to her like there's there's something I think she Mm -hmm. can help me actually to to grow and heal and everything so we had like a first um, like discovery call if you want to call this like this and then Mm -hmm. yes I did the courageous path and that was like life-changing but I know that I wanted to work like deeper with you so Mm -hmm. then we had like our first uh, coaching one-on-one coaching call and it was like life-changing for me so yeah that was the starting point and I keep on growing and I keep on yes, healing and it's a, a lifetime uh, work like we said. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And what I find really interesting too is like, like we well, we've spoken about this, um, you know, on a little side note for our listeners, I went to your place, you guys live about two and a half hours away from me. And I was just really called um, after the retreat to go and spend some time with the both of you and just kind of like recalibrate you in a very powerful relationship, Um, moving forward with more direction and more surrender um, because you guys already have that direction. But anyway, so... You know, just being in that space, it was really interesting for me to see the both of you individually and also together. And I just thought it was, you know, hilarious. Like, well, we were joking all of us together about the fact that you guys are both like chasers and and it's part of your character, like that fire. So there is not a coincidence why you guys attracted each other and especially are doing the work individually, right? Because I think you guys both realize that... It's it's really important to, I think a lot of couples are like, oh my God, he needs to change or she needs to change. Mm. And we're so focused on the other person that it's it's much easier. So we don't need to look at ourselves. And you guys have taken that on on your own terms. Um, you know, Jodi doing the work for yourself, now Charles doing it too. And you guys are noticing that transition. That is very much individual, but it's blossoming in, in your relationship. So, why do you think, and in, in maybe from your story, like why do you feel like, you know, there's been some resistance of doing more work? Uh, what's coming up for me right now is like Charles for some reason. Um, for those who don't know, I'm intuitive. So, I, can, I don't know why I'm just like picturing him right now. Um, but why do you feel like most people, or in your relationship, I guess, is like that blaming or like not taking responsibility or like that beautiful transformation that you receive and experience once you start doing the work for you, not for the other person, not for the relationship, for yourself. How does that feel like? What does that look like for you?
2: Um, can I put a little something in context first? Like if Like if, if we go back for like two seconds. um. I think that, like, for in our case, something that happened is um, when I met Jody, I I started to do the work, and then I met her, and I made a promise to myself when I met her that I I, I didn't want to be the the guy that I was in my past relationship, right? I didn't mm-hmm. want to cheat on her. I didn't want to be like mad at her. I didn't want to yell at her. I didn't so. I took a lot of blame for, like, I, I went from an extreme to to another, right? Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I was just blaming myself for everything. And something that was happening in our couple is that I've, I've been using, like, I was using steroids for like, uh, man, five, five years, maybe. And mm. even if we don't want to talk about this, like you, you kind of get addicted psychologically to that, right? because what's going to happen if i stop like yeah physically like i'm going to lose a lot of weight um i know i'm going to feel like shit for a while um and a conversation that was happening a lot in our relationship and something that i i didn't like um i didn't understand well at, at that time was what it is to be a man right so for me being a man was like high testosterone levels, a beard, uh, strong, and all these kind of surface thing. So like I- Like the I've toxic ne- masculine yeah, image, ex- basically. Ex- exactly, right? So I've never had the courage to like get this off and just stop. So what's happened is that it's really hard to manage like estrogen in that time. So there's, was, there was a day like estrogen was completely off at zero And I felt depressed and like, I was just, I was just nothing. I was empty. And other times that estrogen was super high and like, I was, I was really like emotional and like, I I was, I was, I was emotional. So like the little things could start a fire in between us and depending on how she was feeling, like it, it was a mess. So you can see like, All of this was just like, I was restraining myself, um, from keeping on doing the work. So I've been, I've put like the work on pause for like almost three years because I was just Mm -hmm. blinded and we were doing absolutely nothing. I had a job which was paying like really, really well. And I had to work for like five hours a week. So we were so free without any responsibilities that we were doing nothing. So Mm. you're, you're getting stuck in That's so
0: interesting. Like, Mm. why does that happen?
2: Um, I, I had like, um, I was just making really easy money, not, not selling like drugs or anything, but I was doing like, uh, online marketing. So I I had a a percentage of everything that I was selling online, but I didn't have Mm. to leave the house. So the only thing I did was doing a couple of clicks weekly and then the money was getting in and. But the problem is when when you get money and time, you don't really know much more what to do instead of like consuming drugs. So I was smoking weed like from the moment I woke up to the moment I was going to bed. And mm-hmm. this, this was a reality for a while, honestly. And um, conversation that we had this past winter while we were in a, Indonesia was... Yo, in the next year or so, we're gonna be ready to have a baby, right? So I was okay. I need I need to stop, and I want to stop like injecting myself with testosterone and other shits. So I, I I I took the leap. But honestly, this is a big place where a big th- uh, a breakthrough for me because it was not about adding stuff; it was about removing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So just started to peel off the the layers started by remo- removing that and then uh not so long uh after we we talked together uh both uh, the the three of us uh removed the weed too from from my life and the life of Judy as well so every time was just peeling off some layers everything was just going better and better and better
0: mhm Which is so powerful. Like it's, it's, it's really cool to, like I keep saying, it's, it's that individuality that then creates a ripple effect in the relationship, right? So even for you guys, from what, you know, we've kind of discovered the three of us within your relationship, it's been a lot of like You know, there's a big tendency for everyone. This is not even just for you guys, but just for everyone, there's a big tendency of going, oh my God, this person's doing this, or this is going at it again, or like, what do I do now? And it's like, well, is it really that person though? Is it like, of course, like it takes two to tango, but like I think a big transformation for the both of you has been taking on your own responsibility for your own actions. Right. And I've watched you guys just blossom in that space because you realize. So what were things that both of you, um, you know, were willing and ready to start taking ownership within your relationship about?
2: I think that it's so simple. That's, that's what's crazy for me. It was like, I think I was not blaming her directly, but maybe Mm -hmm. like oh, I'll stop weed and I'll stop things that make me feel good when she'll stop, like, being mad at me for everything. Mm -hmm. And for her, she was like, yeah, but I will stop being mad and feel safe when you stop doing what doesn't make me feel safe.
1: Yeah, but for me, it was a a lot of opening myself, talking more because I was so, like, close. And instead of telling him, like... I don't I don't like when you do this or I would love you to do this. I was making him feel that I was mad instead of talking, you know? So I yeah. was like having weird
2: uh passive aggressive yeah like of- he <laughs>
1: yeah like you love to say. <laughs> and yeah, I just had to open myself more and just just talk man it's yeah. it's it's so easy to talk and when you talk it's so you feel so much better after it mm-hmm. and if you don't if you don't talk he he can't know honestly mm-hmm. and i was like i was always like he should know and he should do this he should
0: blah 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 and i was mm-hmm. like building wall around me always mm-hmm. i find it yeah. so interesting that we're talking about this now because i just had a flashback of like You at the beginning of your journey of our work together of just literally saying like it's so hard for me to talk, and you literally just said like it's so easy for to like for me to talk. It's so easy to talk. So I was just like, oh my god! Like you just said it. It's so easy to talk, and that's that's the transformation, right? And and it's you guys fully realize that it's it's also such a reflection. Your your relationship is a reflection of each other and also your own experiences individually from your own traumas like we all have traumas you know like it's there's not one person who doesn't have trauma we all do and it all follows us till we decide to look at it so for Jody, like that was a big part of you I remember you know your your experience um if you'd like to share a little bit about it go for it but I I think it was it was really cool to kind of notice the um The transition of that those times that you weren't fully acknowledging and how it it played an impact in your relationship like what was that about for you
1: I think that first the courageous path helped me like to to talk a little bit more we were like 11 women so we had like a safe space to talk so I I was getting used to talk and use it a bit more and after I was talking to you like every week so I think you helped me a lot to open myself and you told me it was safe to talk it was safe to feel and all my life I was like I was not used to feel every time that that I feel like an emotion coming up or everything, I was like shutting myself down. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to feel this. So I was like leaving the house. So uh, I was going to my mother's house and I was like escaping every time I was escaping. So, mm-hmm. But after a certain times, you know, you start feeling like not sick, but you're feeling like you don't have a lot of energy anymore for this. And it feels like it's not the way to go. Like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So at first, Mm -hmm. those feelings was, or make me feel like powerful if you want to. But after a certain time, I was feeling like drained. I was like, okay, no, I don't want any more drama in my life. And I don't have to have those drama in my life to feel like alive So, Mm. I think I was like, I was so used in my childhood to have like drama and chaos and everything that I was still continuing to like, how do you say that?
0: Created. 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 Yeah, exactly in
1: my life. And now I know that I don't have to do this anymore. I know that I can, that it's safe to feel and I know that it's safe to talk and I know that I don't have to put myself in this emotion and feel everything that comes with this emotion to just feel Mm -hmm. alive or everything so Mm -hmm. yeah it's a lot of releasing and reprogramming so much better right like like oh my god God, I
0: don't have to live this way like that's so nice to hear like (laughs) this whole time I thought I had to you know Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people are in that space where they're just like crap, like how do I get out of this? How do I do this? How do I go about it? Like what's going to happen? And then the questioning starts and it gets so heavy. And then you're like, is this partner for me? But I want this, but I, do I want this? And it just gets so messy, 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 messy. But I would love to talk about that weekend that we had. Um, If you guys are ready to open up about it, because <laughs> yeah. I think it was so powerful. So what were what were your experiences? I mean, uh, we can talk about Charles' experiences for a little bit, um, just of like what he what you realized, Charles. What you what you kind of like got clarity on um, in terms of again, individual and in, in your relationship. What did it like open your your eyes and your heart to?
2: Um, honestly, the th- there's two big things that like I'm I, the, 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 the the two big takeaways was first that somebody, like the first thing you told me just before a session was, uh, we're going to take off this armor, right? You, you said something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how sometimes you know shit, but you don't have access to them. When you mm-hmm. said that, I, I was like, shit, I have an armor. And mm-hmm. I, I I didn't try to fight back defeating. I was like, it's true. I know it. Why did I, I, why did I, never like took time to analyze and just work on that and as we as we Mm -hmm. like while we did our session like i told you it was like it it's fucking crazy because i'm i would love to remove that armor but like the Mm -hmm. the keyhole is is in my back i can't access Mm -hmm. it i can't reach it like somebody needs to unlock it or like Maybe met- metaphorically or something but I wasn't a- unable to access it. it was it was hidden it was behind me so like mm-hmm. if I put it behind the like consciously it was like oh it's okay it's done but in, con- in-, in- unconsciously I'm sorry uh, we're French right <laughs> some, some words maybe, it's good it's right? good you,
0: yeah you cool. get, you guys
2: are doing good yeah um it was like if I put it there to avoid it. So this was the the first big thing and the second one was was when I I told you it's clouded I realized mm-hmm. that my mind was clouded like I I but it's it, it was so like it's normal I I I've been smoking for years I was just trying mm-hmm. to shut that voice up the, it, it was mm-hmm. like somebody was knocking at the door and I'm just like oh I'm going to put my my headphones headphones at head, headphones on I don't want to hear Mm
0: -hmm. it I'm not Mm
2: -hmm. not ready right I remember
0: seeing that cloud so clearly like I remember Mm -hmm. I still have the vision in my head right now just like literally just you being in that meditative space and like just wanting to tap into that that deeper self and like I was like oh my god it's so it's literally cloudy it's like gray clouds just like around you it was it was really clear for me it was really interesting and that back I remember touching your back what was your experience with with that what was coming up for you
2: you said something like um let the universe hold you up something like this mm, like let, yeah you can, you can let, let it you support can, you yeah exactly honestly it was not more from my consciousness but maybe like my unconsciousness took that and was like okay good. And Mm. like I told you, I did, like, I was just trying to make a deal with that inner child. I was just trying to make a deal with him. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't want you to come out now. I don't want you to come out completely. You don't have to let all go. But let's try. Let's just try. Let's see. Mm -hmm. And if there's something wrong, like, talk to me. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember this was, I was, I was saying to myself and, um, something that has changed a lot in the past two weeks is that I can now meditate without ruminating, right? Without having my thoughts going from left to right to front to back. And it's just really easy for me to observe. And Mm. instead of being always like, when you close your eyes, it's black, pitch black, right? And now I can, like, I don't know how to describe this, but sometimes it's white. Sometimes it's, sometimes I can see, I can, I can hear myself. I can hear the ideas. I can observe them and I can, it's like, it's, it's tangible. I I have access mm-hmm. to this thought. Like I, I don't want to control them. I'm not trying to hold on, on anything, but I'm just, I can observe. Like my eyes are open. You remember so, I talked to you about the eye? That, yeah. that white eye. It was, it yeah. was like such it was one there. big eye with no pupil, no nothing, but it's what it was. What not like a pure white, like we used to see, but it was like, it was pure. It was trans translucent. Can I say that?
0: Um, like transparent uh, or no, not like transparent.
2: glowing. Not even it's, oh, it's, trans- uh, I, I
0: guess it could be trans, but I don't know what you're trying to say So maybe,
2: yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's all good. Yeah. But that, 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 that's what's it that,
0: yeah. And what I love the most too is that we were really tapping into your inner child. A lot. I remember saying saying that to you a lot. I was like, man, you need to play more. Like he needs to play. He needs to be a boy and like just go out in the woods and or skateboard or whatever, you know, like that that space. But you know, you men are so taught not to let that out because you gotta be a man and like you gotta, you know, show up and like be this big image of like can't show emotion. So I think that time, you know, really showed you that. Holy shit. Like the more open I am, the more vulnerable I am, the more I'm actually in my masculine. Like, huh? And it was really beautiful to watch you like piece by piece, like really gently and slowly put down little pieces of your armor and just allow yourself to be supported by, well, and like me, no, energetically, right? Like, I don't even know what I was doing. I was just going with whatever I was guided to do. But, um, I was really called to, to be on your back because I was like, man, he does not feel supported. And this doesn't mean that Jody's not supporting him. It's just, it's that subconscious kind of universal support that we all need to feel. And so if we can't support ourselves like how are we supposed to feel supported or support others? And I think that was like a big shift for you guys too because like as you were saying all that before what I heard was like I was finally able to listen to myself. And what popped in my mind is like and now you have the ability to also listen to Jody better.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Which is so good. And, yeah, and she so doesn't Jody not even
2: have to talk. She she just yeah. don't need to talk at all
0: yeah which is so nice right like I'm, I remember sometimes Jody like in the past has been like oh my god he doesn't hear me or like you know how how can I like how can I do this or say this and and so what has shifted for you Jody in that space where again everything is a reflection of you and and well we can talk about our session our session too was pretty powerful oh
1: yeah honestly <laughs> our session it was a lot a lot of like, letting go, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of blockage, like, in my uh, sacral sac- chakra. You so mm-hmm. Sacral chakra, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I always had, like, a lot of pain in my belly and my ovaries and everything. So after the session together, it was, like, day and night uh Mm -hmm. yeah it was a lot of letting go i cried a lot i had like some memories coming up i Mm -hmm. i i think i made peace with those memories too uh Mm -hmm. made peace with some old trauma and everything so yeah it was so liberating for me and yeah feels way better after it and even like the session we did the the three of us yeah the next morning like let's
0: talk about that because that was so good
1: (laughs) oh my god it was so powerful just to take the time like to look your partner in the eyes like who did this today like we don't take like five minutes just to look the other in the eyes and just take the time to feel what he what he's feeling you know Mm -hmm. so it it was like it a deep connection with my husband it was like mm-hmm. yeah yeah weird thing
2: and happened even, when you look someone in the eyes for like more than more than a minute
0: oh I my think. god yes. i know right <laughs> like it's like you're looking at them and then you're like i'm good i'm good this is good oh wait no 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 oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was me that was actually like me yeah <laughs> how did how did you feel charles when she saw you like, really saw you that time?
2: Oh, I w- um, like, I, I am really, like, sometimes, not, like, it's easier now, but I always had trouble to cry. Even if I wanted to, I had trouble. Like, I was, I want to cry, how do, how do I do? How do I, how does it start? How, what do I need <laughs> to think about to cry?
0: Is there a book for this somewhere?
2: yeah (laughs) crying for noob (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah the the first thing like i felt like i was just i felt the emotion just coming up and like it was funny and not because you know i was crying and i was just unable to keep looking at her because i was just like my my ears were just fucking tearing it like i was full of tears and Mm -hmm. it was really hard for me to keep looking at her but I, i i was I just thought, fuck, she's beautiful. I love her. Like, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. this feeling is so magnificent and powerful. And the way we always like stick to each other, like our, our, I don't wanna say proposal, but like the way we did the, the fiance thing, like we tattooed ourselves. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there's like, this relationship has so much, like the roots are grounded so. Deeply, it's crazy, mm-hmm. and even when like shit go bad, I I I'm 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 like I don't have to be to be afraid. I'm not stressed because I know that we always gonna come back and choose each other. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that was it was really coming up like like a big one big ball of energy, and th- this is where I, I, I started to cry. I was just so grateful.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you gonna? cry And I feel like <laughs> almost. <Aww.
0: laughs> I wish I could see you guys. So we're using a new platform today. Um, It's called Zencaster. I found it through another podcast I was listening to, but I can't see them. And usually I see my guests. So I'm kind of upset that I can't see them. Um, But so another thing that I really liked about that session, the three of us so the two of you really connecting um, was even trying to tune into each other's energy without looking with your eyes closed how is that for you? Because again, like we don't look each other in the eyes enough. We don't even try. We're so, I think we're so focused in relationships of like what we need, like I need this and he's not giving it to me or she's not giving it to me that we forget to even just tune in to the other person's frequency and be like, Hey, how's it going over there? Like, do you need anything? So what was that for you guys in that experience? What did you feel? For me,
1: I realized that I was maybe asking a lot from Charles. Like mm-hmm. uh, it was like more receiving than giving, mm-hmm. and it made me which realize, is not bad. No, it's right? not bad. But I realized also that i I was not always here for him. If you want to, that mm-hmm. I need sometimes like to be the the pillar as you said like mm-hmm. it's it's like a dance like you said like sometimes I have to lead the dance and sometimes he have to lead the dance so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah for me it was like okay now you can like have bad moments and feel things without missing you like you're not enough or you're not strong enough or you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. yeah it changed a lot in me that right now like I allow you to feel I allow you to not always be like the pillar I can lead to you don't have to always lead Mm -hmm. so yeah it makes a huge difference
0: yeah, and and it was it, it became really clear too. I think when we kind of realized during our work that um, the reason why you were looking for that so strongly in him is because you didn't get that from when you were a kid, right? So it was like this subconscious like story and fear of like, oh my god, if he can't do this, like who's gonna take care of me? Like I I know what this feels like. It feels horrible when when that person's not there. Like okay, he has to be there, you know. So it's really interesting that. Our inner childs are are literally up front and center when our relationships are asking us to show up. Hmm. They are right in front of each other. And it's like these little humans that are just like having tantrums together, you know? And then it's it's I think it's that it's that beautiful part where you get to be the observer of that and take a step back and be like, okay who's talking right now? Like, is it the adult me? Is it the child me who's scared or who else? You know? And, uh, and I think you guys are, are in that space now where you're able to really understand which one's which and choose again. It seems like that's your theme. You guys is choose again. You know, mm. I think this could be a good idea for something. Yay. Something's coming through. Choose again. <laughs> choose again choose 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 cuz you're choosing each other you're choosing to break cycles you're choosing to think differently you're choosing to show up in a different way for yourself and therefore it ripples in your relationship you know mm-hmm. and i think it's really beautiful that you guys um like i said at the beginning you we're in that space, like, yes, you were doing the work, but not to this extent, you know, like you guys really dove deep in the last couple of weeks and months. And, and you're in this space now where even like Jody being pregnant, like what the hell, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it's funny because so we were la-
1: laughing at this when you, when you come here, you remember, remember ha, ha, like, ha, ha, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when you touch my belly, it like, mm-hmm. it feels like you activate like all the chakra down there, all mm-hmm. the yoni and everything. And we were mm-hmm. laughing. Like, Charles just said, like, she's gonna be pregnant like next week. <laughs> and you said, Fuck Charles, <laughs> don't say this too fast. I was like,
0: am uh, careful what you ask for, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And look where we at now. <laughs> look where we are now. So, another thing that I would love to tune into um, is even just your relationship in bed has changed a lot too, right? Mm-hmm. So how does that, how do you feel like your relationship where it was before and how the sex was before compared to what it is now with after like doing all this work together, how do you feel is different and like expressing itself in a different way?
2: Jody's just pointed at me like, I need to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm gonna answer. Um, <laughs> it's it's way more um delicate i think um mm-hmm. and uh it's gonna sound i don't know if it's gonna sound weird but the um, the frequency has down a notch like
0: mm-hmm.
2: opt in more for quality than quantities i think mm-hmm. that Jody has uh had a way of receiving you still i need. i mean like the physical touch is really important for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe more than me. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I need it. But if I, we, we don't have like, um, um sexual intercourses for like two or three days, like it doesn't gonna, it, it, it ain't gonna affect my, my relationship with her. But mm-hmm. in her case, like before, it was, it was a trigger. It was something. It, she, I think she felt more like, how did you feel?
1: I don't know I think we also have like a different way to show love yeah. uh, and I mm-hmm. think one of the way that it's important for me is by physical touch uh, mm-hmm. so yeah I think after two days I was like okay I was feeling something weird maybe it was also like uh does he still want does he still mm-hmm. love me or want mm-hmm. me or yeah some like my minds were talking to me and was not really right you know but yeah now it's it's more it's it's a plus but i don't i'm not getting scared after two days if we don't have sex you know Mm -hmm.
2: oh and Mm -hmm. for men that are listening um for me like after the the call we had the first call not when you you came here but when i i quit smoking weed i Mm -hmm. also like i found it weird to use porn so i i i I didn't make a vow, but I was like, fuck porn. Why am I using mm-hmm. porn? Even mm-hmm. if I, I wasn't a, a huge like user, but it, it's funny that we, I, 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 I choose the word user. Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, um, I, I cut this off too, because I don't like, I don't think that we had problems sexually. We were kind of happy. Like the, the intercourse were really different from now, but, um, I don't know. I had like this feeling that it was poisoning my brain on to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And now like shit I've changed again since last Saturday. Cause for me, like now that she's pregnant, I desire her i see her but i i my mind see her differently right Mm -hmm. she's bearing my child so Mm -hmm. i feel more protective and i feel like more like uh we 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 don't we we ain't gonna have like rough intercourse right it's Mm -hmm. gonna be are you okay is it is it good is it no like i'm 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 not scared i'm not like it's nothing bad but I see her really, really differently. Like it's a, it's a, it's 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 a form of respect, I think.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love this actually. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I, but Jody, it's almost like it's 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 also a reflection of you. Meaning that, like even just the pictures you posted on your Instagram yesterday, like you're really finally starting to embody your feminine essence. Clearly, you know, like you have the mom trigger is on now you know and yeah. and you're taking charge of for anybody who's listening, by the way, like um, if I if I may share on your end, but she'll be sharing her story and and her journey of her pregnancy because she's going to be doing it consciously, which I don't think we're hearing enough about, even from dads, um, you know, dads to be. Um, so I, I highly suggest you guys go and and follow them and see their journeys together because I think it's going to freaking explode. I keep saying it, I keep feeling it, I keep seeing it, um, and I think it's like now you're like, wow, I have. Of this human growing inside of me, like your whole practice is deepening. Your connection to yourself is deepening. Um, your connection to each other is deepening. And it's not because of the baby, it's the baby is a ripple effect of what you guys have already done prior, right? Because I think a lot of people kind of like, oh, maybe we should have a kid to like save the relationship. Yeah. But that's not how. It well, it could work like that. I guess you could try, but you know, law of cause and effect. What you do will you'll always receive more of. So, I think you guys are in that space now where you created completely out of love. Mm-hmm. So, imagine what this baby's gonna be like.
1: Yeah, and it's just the result of all the work we did. I think it's just like a gift from, from the hurt that like you did the work. There you go. You can you can be parents now, and it's it's life changing. Mm. Honestly, it's not it's not going to be the same. Like we're not just it's not just about us anymore. It's like mm. we're gonna have a baby. Like we're thinking differently. We are acting differently. Everything is changing, and I love I love the both of us. Like what we're becoming. It gives a lot of mm-hmm. sense of
2: purpose.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Completely. So what would your advice be? I definitely want to hear from the both of you. Um, What would your advice be for somebody who's in a relationship that they love the person very deeply, but you know, they're kind of both struggling to do the work, maybe individually, maybe together, like, what would your advice be for that person, whether it's a man or, or a woman? So maybe like Jodi for a woman and and Charles for a man, what would your advice be?
1: Uh, I think to start being aware of the pattern first. Like mm-hmm. it's always the same pattern that's coming. It's always the same kind of situation and everything. And just be aware of those situations and just to talk more honestly open yourself don't be don't be scared to to talk with your partner it's like we always said like we like what is the most important is a conversation mm-hmm. and it is you know so conversation and respect so don't be afraid to be uh, vulnerable and talk to him and tell him how you feel and stop having like like, oh, you say this, like you, you want something, but you don't tell. You, like,
0: mm-hmm. like he's like, supposed to just guess what you're thinking about.
1: Exactly. So tell him your intention. Actually, don't, don't feel bad of, because of this and just open your heart and, and talk.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all. I love it. Thank you. What about you, Charles?
2: Oh, um, like. I don't know if it's a good advice because it seems so simple and it, there's no like first step, but do the work, mm-hmm. honestly, do it Do it for for yourself. And it, it's going to give you like two options, either a, everything's going to go well and fall into place and your partner is going to follow your lead. Right. Mm-hmm. Or B, you're going to have all the answers that this relationship isn't for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we i i I wish you all like option a but Mm -hmm. once you once you did the work and once you had you did the talk like straight up say how you feel it it doesn't hurt anyone and if somebody's using how you feel against you or rephrasing what you're saying and i think that you got you just got to know you you and for option B doing the work will give you the strength to move forward so i think that so
0: for for a man who doesn't know what the work is what is the work
2: the work is simple i think it's it's not adding it's it's subtracting things so
0: like peeling off the layers exactly. of your identity
2: basically that's what i want to do with my men's right trying to yeah bring them the awareness of what do you need to peel off and then we're going to peel this off together so Mm -hmm. second advice would be to go seek for help i know it sounds like something huge but seeking for help is the way that humans learn Mm -hmm. grabbing a book is seeking for help Mm
0: -hmm. listening to a
2: podcast is seeking for help in some ways because every time you click on, on a podcast or a YouTube video or you choose a book at the bookstore, you're seeking for something.
0: Yeah. And you plant a seed mm-hmm. in your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're basically telling to the universe, like, hey, man, like, I'm serious about this. I want this to change. And I always say this to all my clients, but or to everybody in general, to be honest. But the universe will always meet you halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think you guys really saw that lately, you know. Also, like your live yesterday, Charles. I felt like I was your cheerleader on there. I was like, "You yeah. go, man, come on!" No,
2: you, you were my my um <laughs> guide. My guide. Oh. Like like I told you, I, I I was I didn't know if I I put myself some notes, but you were there to just like bring me back if you saw me like drift away a bit, or if no, you, mm-hmm. you brought me back, and God, thank you. It was, it was that is the the always there she, you know she's always
1: guarding, bringing us back like <laughs> yeah
0: that's true <laughs> it's, <laughs> fucking- it's so it's so funny i love it i think it's i think i have like the most amazing it's not job it's i can't even call it a job i don't even know what it is but like it's such i cannot explain enough how much of a gift it is to like, watch you guys just be where you're at now. even Like, not even where you're going to go, just where you're at today. Like, look at us. We're on a podcast talking about your beautiful evolution of a relationship. Like, huh? If I told you that a couple months mm-hmm. ago and that you'd be oh, pregnant man. at the same time and that <laughs> Charles would have quit, you know, steroids and weed and cigarettes, like, you'd probably be like, okay, nah, sh- sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. So tell us more now that we've spoken about the present tell us more about where you guys are going moving forward like what tell my listeners what's the thing coming up uh, actually on the we have
1: a platform called Fit Cartel so for now it's more like home training and a lot of yoga meditation so it's a wellness platform not a fitness thing or anything like this it's just like for a woman to can stay active from home because right now it's like it's it's not it's a hard time so you have to take care of yourself if you want to stay sane and uh, stay clearly mental so I want to push maybe a little bit more like uh, for maybe pregnant woman woman who want to be, be, be pregnant but after pregnancy too so maybe tools like just to connect with the baby while you're pregnant you know like Mm -hmm. i I don't think that a lot of women take the time to meditate and connect with the baby and like Mm -hmm. just yeah so maybe give them tools like this also they're gonna have like training for first trimester is that Mm what you call it yeah Yeah. second trimester third trimester yoga for for pregnancy too so yeah right now i'm i feel really called to like Uh, take this road like the the mother road if you want to so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep having my my the the platform as it is but I'm gonna make maybe a part for uh for mama on Mm -hmm. the the
0: platform yeah I love it and you Charles what is your plan showing up now
2: honestly being of service Mm -hmm. like this the This is a funny image that I have that represent what you're doing as well, which is, you know, a torch that is burning, like in Mm -hmm. a, in a dark hallway, like Mm -hmm. the torch is just burning. You can take it and walk with it for a while. So you see, you see where you're going, or you can take your own torch and try to light your own and go on your own path. So I'm just going to trying to be a torch like not burning myself but you know what i mean <laughs> you know just mm-hmm. it's, it's this image that i have of a torch is being of service mm-hmm. you can you can use me you can light your own fire with mine you can i don't know i'm just going to try to be a good dad um trying to spread a, a bit of of this love around i realized that it's just this that's what you do you just love people mm-hmm. you love people mm-hmm. so much that you don't need to do anything. You don't know what you're doing, like most of the time. You have a plan. You you kind of know. You you follow your intuition, but you just love people, and that that inspired me. So yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's not it's not it's not really like defined and clear, but it's like no, it's uh,
0: good. Like, but I, is I, life I, ever defined and clear? No, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. I don't want to have like I, I I realize that I've add so much like attempt, or you say um
0: uh, um like like impatience maybe or um, like need no. or like yeah, chase? need Needs. 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 yeah you know yeah. when you
2: want something right You're like i need to get this i don't feel like i need anything right now i have a room mm-hmm. i have food um my wife's pregnant i mean what what could happen more than that absolutely nothing so when I mean, something or someone will need me i'll be there
0: yeah, and like the rest, I think we we've spoken about this about like energy and conscious business because um I love tapping into that, but it's like being in that space where anything that you're choosing to do is not coming from a place of need. It's just an additional part of your life because you're already feeling whole and centered and grounded with what you already have. That now it's it's really interesting because like. You know, people who like feel like they don't have enough and they want, 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 they get less. Yeah. And then those who are in that space where it's just like, I'm here now, and everything is just so abundant and beautiful. And those are the ones that get to attract, you know, the things that are in perfect alignment. And as I just said that it was an hour, one minute, and eleven seconds. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but it's being in that space of just like presence and welcoming in with open arms, any form of love that wants to come through in order to help you and whoever is around you and whatever that looks like. Cause I think that's another thing too is like money shows up it as a form of love. It does. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, what the fuck? But like it's true. It's it allows us to do whatever we want to do with it, you know, have the freedom that we're looking for or to provide for our families or to get coaching or whatever it is but it's that moment that you just loosen your grip and you're like I don't need to chase
1: yeah and when your your intention is not money anymore like mm-hmm. it's when money actually
0: yeah. come you know so
1: oh my god tell go us
0: off. tell us about like monergy, like so whoever doesn't know my energy has been the, um, energy of money, um, I guess, course that I've been teaching, um, to, I don't know, my Instagram followers and my clients or whatever, but you guys have both been tuning in quite a bit to that. So how has it changed your life? Cause it was pretty funny. Um, what's been showing up after you kind of like tune into that information.
1: Yeah. So actually. When you start like seeing that every time you're not scared of doing something that...
2: Taking a leap.
1: Yeah, taking a leap and stop saying like, oh, but I'm afraid because of the money. You know, everybody's afraid because of the money. But when you take the leap and yeah, it's it's scary at first. But when you take the leap and you saw that things are coming after and energy are coming back to you. Then you start thinking dif- differently, you know. And you said, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck, I was scared, but look at what happened after." So then you keep on doing like little scary thing, even if you don't have like any money. You don't fucking care. You said you just like let it go and no more place for fear and just go for it if it if if it feels right for you, do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because when you 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 talk to us about coming here and everything we we just like we, we didn't have like a lot of money right now and we were like we just said yes like let's do this we don't care about how much it, it's gonna cost and we don't care about our like right now with financial like uh situation situation yeah and we just mm-hmm. like yeah let's fucking do this and i think it was like 10 minutes after charles mm-hmm. had like a co- call if you want to tell them
2: oh yeah that was just the 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 biggest gig we uh we signed me and my partner like (sighs) it it was just it's it's crazy because like literally like 15 minutes after the call after we said yes um like phone rings and that just one gig that will like feed my family and the family of my partner for the whole 2021 like
0: wow yeah Holy yeah, and shit. every
1: time we do this, there is something like it's there's it's more. always coming back, you know. So. Or like when
0: you guys bought your furniture? Yeah. Same thing, right? There was like yeah. more clients coming up or just like different little incomes here and there.
2: And the, you're like I don't know if I'm help me like help me get, make this clear, but okay. There is your 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 glass can only be so full. What I mean Mm -hmm. by that is you have like energy reservoir, okay? Mm -hmm. Monergy reservoir, love reservoir. Mm -hmm. And every time you want to receive more, you're just going to make some space. Mm -hmm. Like we're always trying to get more and more and more and more, but that it doesn't work that way. You just gotta remove things. If you if you're in a place of lack, if you need something, if you feel like, ah, oh, I can I, I, sh- I I can have more. Oh, even if it's money, love, things, I don't care. Like energy is manifesting in so much ways, but your mm. glass can only be so full. Like hundred mm-hmm. percent is the max. Remove. Mm-hmm. You want twenty percent more? Remove twenty percent, and it's not gonna feel like. for 20% it's going to feel like you you strip away 20% but you get 40% more Mm -hmm. it's crazy how it works Mm -hmm. but and the more work you do on
0: yourself the more work you do on yourself the more you create space for things that are actually in alignment with you and your heart and your lately what I tried to explain is that like you know when we hear heart desires or like just desire like I think you know human desire is very survival mode, which is not what we want because it it it's that place of lack and need um, versus heart desire, which is very much intentional and in a, coming from a place of love. Um, and I think when we tune into those heart desires, like let's say you know calling in more um, money to be able to uh, buy something that will help you, you know, do your work at a deeper level, like that's a heart desire. It's not. A human desire, where it's like I need to get this car to prove to these people that I'm, you know, this and that or whatever. And it's always going back to the same thing of like feeling, making sure that we're coming from a place of not needing to prove or defend anything. It's like it keeps coming up so strongly lately, and uh, I think it's really beautiful that you guys are are choosing to live that way too. It's, it's, I hope you guys take the time to honor each other and honor yourselves for, you know, how far you've come and what's coming. Cause I feel like, you know, it's just the beginning. It's always just the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just want to celebrate the both of you for, for being here now and being with me and, and sharing your stories and just being open, just being open.
1: Thank you, Tash. And thank you for All the work you did with us, like as a couple, separately too. So yeah, you were like a little angel in our life.
0: (laughs) And I can't wait to see what shows up too in the future. Because I'm excited to see where all of this goes. Um, Just the beginning. It's just the beginning. I know. I know. So I'm giving you guys the space now if you want to mention anything else, um, whether maybe it's like advice for something else or if there's something that you'd like to share on your own terms or if your heart is like, you know, telling you to say something. um, Is there anything else before we close this off?
1: Just if you feel called to follow us on social media, we're going to start sharing more and more thing. I think it's going to get clear for both of us that, what we need to do and um, yeah if you feel called to follow us on our boat uh, instagram or anything yeah. um, i'm gonna post
0: i'm gonna put your information in the show notes so you guys they can find you super easily so guys if you're interested to follow them of course look okay. in the show notes everything is always there for sure mm-hmm. but um yeah charles anything else
2: i think everything has been said <laughs> i'm quite happy so. with how it went
0: i know me too. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, like I said, for sharing your heart, I really hope that we have planted a seed somewhere somehow. And guys, um, whoever's listening to this, whatever you got out of it, please uh, share this on your social media. Tag Charles. Tag Jody. Tag me. Whatever you know, you feel called to reaching out to them, reaching out to me about whatever we spoke about. We're here to help obviously we're not here to prove or defend shit. So <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. well you guys heard it you just yep this uh yep (laughs) i just loved having this conversation with these two like i said i find they are a beautiful couple and they just keep choosing each other they just keep choosing again they choose each other and i think this is a good reminder to whoever is listening that you have a choice to choose again right here right now whatever is popping up in your mind as i'm saying this i'm just here to remind you you always always have a choice so guys there is so much changing on my end right now very exciting things are coming up i am just like overflowing of love and excitement and just like synchronicities and just it's wild so there's gonna be something i'm working on right now that's going to be launched i'm gonna keep it a secret but I really want you guys to be the first ones to know when it comes out so please make sure to subscribe to my emailing list. There is no emails that come your way like every day trying to spam you. It's really to give you the opportunity to get your hands on the first things that come out and trust me what is coming up soon you're going to want to be a part of and I'm not I'm not just saying that just to market myself like I'm not kidding. So make sure that you subscribe uh, to my emailing list it's in the show notes you can find the there uh in the meantime you can find me on instagram like i said tag me share this episode whatever you got out of it like would love to hear from you guys i just find it so cool that we can connect in so many different platforms it's freaking awesome and on that note my loves i will see you guys on the next podcast episode i'm wishing you a beautiful day morning evening afternoon whichever dimension you're in <laughs> it doesn't matter I want to tell you one more time that I see you guys. I hear you. I am here to assist you in any way I possibly can. And I just appreciate you just being here with me and listening to my podcast. It means a lot to me. Uh, Reminder I don't don't get paid for these. This is just uh, out of my own heart's desires, as I shared today. All right, guys. I'll see you on the next episode.